0: Everyone, this is Dr. Eileen, and for those of you who are joining me on YouTube, this is Medicine Walk with Dr. Eileen. And for those of you who are listening in on Blog Talk Radio, this is Healing House Radio. So, uh, welcome wherever you're at, what you're doing, and whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> that is always something, anyway. So, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, I hope that you're having a wonderful morning, day, or evening. So, um, so let's get into it. Uh, I tweeted something, and for those of you who don't know, I tweet a thought of the day every morning. And so, you can find me on Twitter if you'd like to participate in that. And today, sometimes one will come up and it'll start to get kind of some reactions. And so I wanted to expand on that. And the idea is that um, when we have a conflict with somebody, when we're hurt by somebody, when we're angered by somebody, we should make a conscious choice to talk about it as soon as possible. Now, I know that it can be difficult especially if there's a lot of emotion into it if there is a lot of of you know stuff that goes with it you know maybe jumping into a conversation is not the best thing to do right in that moment and you can take step back take a breath and decide do you want to choose to have this conversation Or do you want the conversation to choose to come out whenever it darn well pleases? And this is often the case when we have a a situation that just kind of bury and we say, okay, I'm I'm not going to deal with it. I'm going to take the high road. I'm not going to say anything. I don't feel like getting into it. But the thing is, it doesn't go away. It stays under there. It kind of claws at you a little bit. And at some point, days, months, weeks, or years down the line, that little thing is going to claw its way back to the surface. And out of nowhere, there's going to be this. And that time that you did this, and that was really upsetting to me. And the thing is, the other person, to a certain extent, rightfully, is going to say, look, if this bothered you, then why didn't you tell me at the time that it bothered you? And there can be a lot of reasons that people don't do this. It can be that um, <coughs> excuse me, like I said, that maybe they don't quite know how to talk about it in that moment. And, and also, this could be you, you know, maybe you don't know quite how to talk about it in the moment. Maybe there's uh, circumstances where you can't talk right then. Or maybe some fear, maybe there's some fear that there are consequences for bringing, you know, for talking about something or bringing it up. And those are all reasonable. So the idea is that you take a good hard look at where you're at. If someone is upset or hurt you, they need to know about it. Because there's every possibility that they don't. There's every possibility that they do didn't interpret the situation the same way you did, or reversed, it could be someone else who's upset and you have just no idea. And we all know when, you know, somebody starts acting resistant or distant, you can tell that there's something going on. You ask them what's going on. They say nothing. And, you know, maybe you pursue it and say, you know, well, well, you know, I know something's bothering you. What's going on? And the phrase that just makes me the craziest is, well, if you don't know, I'm not going to tell you, which makes no sense. It's like, fine, you have just confirmed that whatever it is that I did to upset you is going to definitely happen again. So when we consider, you know, whichever side we are on, the most positive thing is consciously, to be able to say, okay, time, we need to talk, and this is what's going on. This is what I'm feeling. You may not have meant to be hurtful, or you may not have meant to be upsetting, and I was upset by what you said, did, indicated, tweeted, wrote on Facebook, whatever, Um, I spend a lot of time counseling people kind of through tough things and, you know, when they they need to have a space to be able to sort of work it out in their own head with somebody there. So I, I do that a lot. And it's always interesting because, you know, if it's somebody who has done something and they honestly understand why the person is so upset, it's like, All I did was, and I gently remind them, it's like, well, that's not all you did. That's just the last thing you did. And you don't know what led up to that, where their thought process was, where their energy was, what kind of day they had had, where – You know, and often it's like, especially between friends and family members, you know, if you're that type of friend who will, you know, you do that little diggy thing at each other and you, you know, it's like you take pokes at each other, but, you know, it's all in good fun and that's your relationship, that's your thing. And, you know, suddenly the little poke poke and you do your little average poke poke and they just either yell at you, how could you say that to me? Or maybe they burst into tears or, or and you're there going like, whoa, wait a minute. You know, this is, this is our thing. You know, we, we dig at each other a little bit, but you don't know what happened all the way up before then. You don't know what led up to that. And at that point, because, you know, at that point, you know, maybe the person who was the, the instigator starts feeling a little hurt. They start feeling a little it's like, hey, you know what? You might know never mean to hurt you. You know that I would never mean to, you know, that we just joke like that and I don't know why you're reacting that way. And so then that person starts to kind of build up something. So it it's a way to open up the discussion, but it is important to remember it's like, okay, there's two of us in this or maybe or basically normally it's like between two people it's like all right we got two of us in this and we need to figure out how we're going to be able to communicate this because right now we're not at a good communication level we're talking at each other not with each other so often it it means taking a step back recognizing and acknowledging if both of you can acknowledge that all is not well in the kingdom then you can reach neutral ground. And it's like, okay, we both know something's up. We don't have all the evidence in, you know, maybe you guys walk to, you know, walk into separate rooms, you know, go out, you take a breath, come back in, sit down, and say, okay, we need to talk about this. And the sooner that can happen, the better, because then it, it's still fresh for both of you. You know, if it's like, well, I can't talk about this yet, which kind of leaves the other person hanging. And it says a couple of things. If if you say, just say, it's like, well, I can't talk about it right now. One, it implies that, okay, well, then obviously it's not that serious if we don't have to deal with it now. And two, well, you know, this person is content with their story. They don't want to hear my side. So, you know, hey. I'm, I'm just walking off. And then when, you know, time passes and the person goes, well, you know what? I really want to talk about this. Then the other person was like, you know what? That's old. That's that's in the past. You know, we we had a chance to talk about it. You didn't want to. We're done. I don't want to talk about it anymore. So then it ends up being this thing that remains unresolved. It ends up being, you know, something something that turned bad in the refrigerator quite know what it is. So when dealing with conflict, when in situation it's like, you know what, we need to talk. And that was when I was married, um, that was like the, the code word where if I I looked at him and said, you know what, we need to talk. Then he knew it's like, okay. You know, the the kids are going to, you know, go and they're going to be playing with a video game. You and I are, you know, we're going to go and we're going to sit out on the porch swing and or, you know, we're going to go sit in the backyard and we're going to talk about it. When you are able to agree that, okay, we need to make a space for this discussion, then it invites in the opportunity for each person to feel like they're heard for each person to feel like they can be able to be acknowledged for what they're feeling. And now let's say we'll call person A the one who was offended and person B the one who may or may not realize what they did wrong. And, you know, the, I, cause I don't want to use the, the phrase perpetrator, but the, we'll say instigator. So, you know, if person A is affected then that automatically means that the responsibility is with them to be able to get the ball rolling, to be able to open it. Because, like I said, person B may not even realize that there was an offense. They may not even realize that anything's wrong. So when you, when if person A now whether or not it's valid, and that's important to remember, that it it may it may be something that person A has been stewing in the brain and maybe they had a really bad day and maybe they reacted bad to something that was said that they normally would not have had a problem with a particular day with their particular situation. Yeah, it, it kind of, you know, snowballed. So it is person A's responsibility to say all's not well in the kingdom. We need to talk. Then explain exactly what it was, none of this, if you don't know, I'm not going to tell you, or what do you think you did wrong? And, you know, it's like, all of that is just foolishness. All of that is just game playing. If something has been hurtful to you, say, this experience was hurtful to me. And while I, I don't think that you meant to be hurtful, and, and, and that's, that's an important thing. It's important to acknowledge because ultimately when it's the other person's turn to talk, they're going to say, but I never meant to hurt you or you misunderstood or, you know, I thought that we were teasing and I thought that we were joking. So if person A can acknowledge and say, I understand that you did not intend to be hurtful and you were. So then it becomes a situation where, okay, person B knows that somehow something got messed up and they already have the op an acknowledgement, hey, they didn't, you know, that they didn't mean to be mean. And this is about, okay, you need to understand how this affected me. Now, once A has stated, and, and, and it's important to keep with that one thing, that event, because it opens the door to, and you always, or you never, then it's no longer communication. Then it's just a situation of somebody going, you know, oh, okay, they're deciding to judge me today, or, yeah, you know, I mean, nobody does, nobody ever does anything all the time or never. It doesn't happen. You know, you you always interrupt me. Well, if they do, then, you know, this is a conversation you should have had a while ago. And it's that thing of bringing it up as close to the time as it happens as possible. You know, if there is a previous problem, if it, say, it is interrupting, you say, and, you know, we've talked about this. I've mentioned this, that this bothers me. Because then it's, oh, right, okay, yeah, you've mentioned it. And it gives the person an opportunity to work on it. But if, if it's like, and, yeah, because then it just becomes accusations. It stops being a conversation. So, you know, this is what bothered me. This is when it happened. This is why it bothered me. And I understand that you did not intend to be hurtful to me, but I was hurt. So then it's person B. Now, person B can respond in a few different ways, and, and there is no ability for person A to control how person B is going to respond. Person B may say, oh, wow, you know what? I'm sorry. That was, you're right. That wasn't my intention, and I'm glad you know that. And how can we fix this? Because it was never my intention to hurt you. I'm sorry. You know, are we okay? Are we cool? You know, touch fists, things like that. Or person B may say, I have no idea what you're talking about. That does not make any sense. Does not do anything, you know, why would you bring that up and, you know, just kind of devalue what that person says if they're feeling really defensive? So it it can become, you know, you got to be careful about where it goes, because it may go into a place where that person says, you know what, you know, I don't know why you're so upset. Well, maybe they had a bad day. Maybe they got blamed for something. Hold on. Computer's doing something weird. Okay. So maybe they got blamed for something, and they've been having a tough time, and they're at that place of going, you know what, I am tired of getting beat up on by everybody today, why is everybody on my back today? We, am I wearing a sign or something? What the heck? And then all that they've been going through gets the back person A, or person A is like, whoa, whoa, I'm talking about what we, what you know, about this. And person B may be off to the races and say, you know, you know what, you did this and you did that, so they could try, you know, the best defense is a good offense. So may be that, you know, that person will acknowledge it and go, oh, okay, we can, we can cap it off right here, or person B may escalate, or person B may go into, I'm sorry, oh, I'm scum, and I do this all the time, and, you know, and I'm just such a horrible person, and, you know, they may spiral into some sort of shame cycle, and then you reach that point where it's, well, wait a minute, all right, it wasn't that big a deal. I just wanted to talk to you about it. And then you actually find yourself, and you're wondering, it's like, wait a minute, they did something to irritate me. Why am I comforting them? Well, because they've, it's gone through a particular doorway with them. So expressing how you feel, expressing why you feel what you feel, uh, it, you can be very calm And the person you're talking to could always kind of go off the rails. So how do you manage that? Well, ultimately, it depends a lot on your relationship. You know, are you family members? Are you friends? Are you coworkers? You know, are you people in a, are are you in a relationship? And are you in a new relationship or are you in an old relationship? Usually when you're in a new relationship and, you know, nobody quite knows where the boundaries are, um, it can be tricky because then everything is taken very personally. And see, that's at the heart of, of what's going on, is that idea of how personally is this being taken? How, um, how internalized cross? Does it come across as an effort to communicate or does it come across as criticism? And that has a lot to do with the energy of person A and how they bring it up and being able to kind of gauge where person B is. And, you know, if, if they decide to go off the rails, you know, person A can just, it's like, okay, I can see that this is kind of going in a bad direction. How about we, we chill out for a little bit and then we talk about it like in a couple of hours or something. And Or, you know, you make an agreement as as far as when you want to deal with it. It is about being able to make it an active thing and not allow it to, you know, kind of run off on its own. Because, you know, the emotions can get really intense and it can be really hard. You know, okay, time out. A little bit heated here. Because then, you know, you never know because person B may turn around and go, well, as long as we're talking about things that irritate us about each other. And that's a defense mechanism. That's, that's, you know, dodging and resentment. So know who you're talking to. I mean, really realize who you're talking to. Decide how important this is. And if it's something that's kind of eating at you, it's important. Because if you let that sit, you know, that energy is going to go somewhere. And you want to be able to be conscious in what happens with it. You want to be able to say, all right, I'm going to choose how this gets worked through. Because ultimately, at the end, you know, when everything is said and done, it can actually be something that can bring people closer together. And there's something that's actually very cool about being able to go through the process of a conflict come out the other side you know hug it out hey hey okay can we hug it to, to to go wow we can we can do this we can we can manage this this is this is like really really good you know and you feel very mature in the relationship you feel like your relationship has grown Because, I mean, and everybody is going to have conflict. It doesn't matter how long you've known somebody. It doesn't matter how close you are. It doesn't matter how much time you spend together or how much you have in common. We're all going to reach a conflict with the people close to us just because it's human nature. And the more that we are able to acknowledge that that is a natural part of a relationship, it's a natural part of interaction. Then we stop taking it so personally because that's where things usually start getting off track. Stick to the one discussion. Always or never anything in this circumstance, in this discussion with this thing, and now they well it never bothered you before and maybe that's true. Maybe that's a valid observation. It's like, well, it always kind of bothered me and I didn't know how to say it. So, you know, I, I, I don't hold you responsible for that and I'm saying it now. From this point forward, I would really appreciate it if and, and present a solution because that's the whole point is that you get a you know, you have a problem. You identify the problem, you figure out a solution, and then you activate the solution. If it's that somebody never picks their shoes up, okay, for some reason, if that really bothers someone, it's like, whoa, okay, well, obviously this really bothers you, and I will do my best. Remember to pick up my shoes and, and put them in the appropriate place. And if I forget, it's not because I'm trying to disrespect you. It's just because I've honestly forgotten. Please remind me in a gentle and respectful way. Or, yeah, I mean, you know, you can make a game of it. You know, maybe every time the shoes down there, you know, you ball up a piece of paper and you throw it at them or, or you toss a pillow at them. Or you say bluebird or, or whatever. You can find a way to actually make it something that's not judgmental because nobody likes to be judged. And nobody likes to have their feelings made invalid. And when you're in relationship with someone, no matter what the nature of that relationship is, it's always really, really nurturing and and empowering when a conflict comes up, to say, you know what, this is our thing. We, we can do this. We can get past this. And then you find that you're closer on the other side of it. So don't worry if there's a conflict. Don't be afraid to speak your truth. Don't be afraid to express consciously what happened how it affected you and how you believe that it can be resolved and to acknowledge that, no, I don't think that, you know, you're a bad person for saying this. I know that you didn't mean to hurt me and you did. And I I have a really direct thing with this. Um, I've, I've mentioned this before when I was young and, you know, we used to go to church My sister commented one day that she hated standing next to me. And I was like, you know, she was like maybe eight and I was seven. And she said she hated standing next to me because I was such a horrible singer. And when we would get up and sing with the choir, that she just hated standing next to me. And that instilled in me this absolute fear of singing. I always assumed, and I loved the idea singing, but I always assumed I was this horrible, horrible singer. And so years and years later when I had a conversation with my sister and you know, it was during a time when she was passing away from cancer. And we were utilizing part of that time kind of clear things. And um she said, you know, we were talking about things when we were growing up and I mentioned to her, I said, you know, something that always has bothered me is remember that time we were at church and we were young and, and you looked at me and, you know, and you said you hated standing next to me in church because I was a really bad, I mean, you know, she was in her thirties, I was in my thirties and she looked at me and she said, really? I said that? I said, yeah. And she said, Wow. And this has stuck with you this whole time? And I said, yeah, yeah, it did. And she looked at me and she said, honestly, I don't even remember that I said that. And if I did, I was probably feeling really jealous of you because, you know, we talked about that there was that rivalry type of thing with the two girls. She was the older and smarter and, you know, and I was younger and, and she felt that, you know, I was the pretty one and I thought she was the smart one. So growing up, we really didn't have a close relationship because there was that kind of edge between us, and we were only a year apart. But she said that – she said, if I did say that, I am so sorry. I never meant to hurt you. I, 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 I don't even know why I said it. It was a stupid thing to say. And then she said, all these years that's bothered you, and you, you wait until I'm, like, getting ready to leave, and then you bring it up? And I felt kind of silly, and I said, well, I just didn't want that to be unfinished business between us. And she understood, and she said, that's okay. And, you know, we talked more about there was some stuff that I had done or said that bothered her that I had no idea of. So it actually ended up being a really beautiful conversation that allowed see each other for who we are, and actually go back and correct some of those little, you know, fairly insignificant, but, you know, still stinging things. So don't be afraid of the conversation. Don't be afraid to say, you know what, I know you didn't mean to hurt me, and did, so let's figure out a solution. And even if they react badly, then stick with it. Because maybe it's just well, you know I was having a bad day too, so it's about communicating consciously, and I wish you the best of luck with that because once you get on the other side of it, it is awesome. Thank you for joining me. I will be back next Thursday, and for those who are on blog talk radio, uh feel free to visit the youtube page and for those of you who are on youtube if you my other videos, then please like, Uh, you can share, you can subscribe, and please comment. I do answer the comments. So once again, thank you for joining me. And as always, I wish you balance and I wish you blessings from my heart to yours. Love you. Bye.